on Monday, 70s and 60s for highs. Monday night, turning colder with clearing skies, a chilly, colder, breezy start. Tuesday, through the day, sunshine, much chillier with highs only 50s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. to the Cynthia Clark Show, a cheerful show, a time to enjoy tasting cuisine, a time to be encouraged, a time to learn from experts in our town. We hope you will call in and ask a question or two and share your voice with our community. And now here's your host, Cynthia Clark. Hello, y'all. Welcome. And how are we doing today, New Orleans? I hope wonderful. I don't know how. You are not doing wonderful. It is, the weather is nice, and it is Mardi Gras time, so everybody's excited right now. Welcome to the Cynthia Clark Radio Show. So glad to have you, and I'm also so glad to be joined by my brother, Clark Gregory, who will be co-hosting with me today, and we are going to be discussing some fun things, fun, interesting facts about Mardi Gras traditions and history, and we would love for you to share some of the things you know about that you'd like to share, even maybe some wonderful memories and history you've shared with your own personal family. And our call-in number is 504-556-9696. So be sure to join us and... Clark Gregory will be joining us in just one moment, and I always like to start the show with a word from the most powerful book ever written, the Holy Bible, and so we will take a word from Psalm 91. So as you are out there enjoying the festivities all weekend, I would like to just say uh, Psalm 91.1, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty and he will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my protection, my God in whom I trust. And let's get going. Hi, Clark Gregory, are you with us? Absolutely, Cynthia. How are you today? And hello, New Orleans. How are you? <laughs> How is everyone? Well, we're doing great. And uh, Le Bon Temps Roulé literally let the good times roll and yes, the parades are rolling, and we are excited, and I would like to just throw in this weekend, of course, the biggest, most beautiful parades of all during the Mardi Gras season on Saturday, of course, in Demian, and on Sunday, Bacchus. If you are visiting New Orleans, strongly recommend you get to these two parades, and Demian which will begin rolling in the daytime early on at 10-ish a.m., but it's a long route, so you have plenty of time to catch it. St. Charles Avenue, 
and Napoleon or right on St. Charles Avenue, there are parade stands. You may still be able to get tickets right there by Gallier Hall. Same for Bacchus, uh, very, but Bacchus is at night on Sunday. And Clark, I know you remember we spent some great times right there across the street from Gallier Hall right there at, uh, it used to be the Lupo Center right there on the corner across the street from Gallier Hall. Remember those good times with our family? That's right. Absolutely. That's the corner of St. Charles Avenue and Poydras Street. That's right. And what I, uh, the one of the funnest things I think about viewing Mardi Gras in New Orleans is the costumes. And what is some of your um, greatest memories of of costumes and um, what did you like? What do you like the best about it, Clark? Well, Cynthia, as the, I don't know if the audience knows this, and I'm sure they do, because these are mostly local New, New Louisiana, New Orleanians. But Mardi Gras is a century-old tradition that dates back to the Middle Ages. Did you know that? It is initially celebrated. I do, in but Europe. stop! You got to tell me about the costumes. We were taught. I want to know about. Tell me. We'll, we're going to get into all the history, but um, I, you did, maybe you didn't hear me. So I just wanted to know maybe what was one of your favorite costumes that mom and dad made us wear. Do, I remember the cowboy outfit, or the I remember the outfit, square dancing, yes, and the, square and the dancing. bunny outfit. There were all the thing that was so nice about years ago is that it was innocent and celebratory. Today it's gotten a little crazy for my taste, but that's okay. Too it's no longer G-rated. Yeah, but I tell you what, I think probably it was always X-rated in the French Quarter. So, um, but well, nowadays costumes... people go half naked, which is bizarre. But of course, you know. Yes. But then the other half don't. The other half don't. And some still come on out with their family. So, um, but for the people who actually are wearing costumes, I I love seeing the groups. I enjoy like the people who get together in groups and they have their costumes coordinated and themed. Um, That just people watching for me is my favorite thing about going to Mardi Gras. I love to see the costumes. It's one of the most colorful and vibrant festivals on earth today. It features all the party-like parades, like you said, the elaborate costumes, the lively music, and the indulgent feasting of delicious food. Yes, and so costumes. Um, yeah, and I guess with my theater background, of course, I'm going to get all excited about the costumes, but everybody does, and it's 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 just fun. So if anything, you don't have to dress up on Mardi Gras also. A lot of people just go to Perlis and get the great colors, you know, the purple, the green, and uh, the gold. And if you just have a little purple, green, gold, or a couple of beads, um, your pair of jeans, you're good to go. You do not have to dress up for Mardi Gras as easy as buying a mask. They're everywhere. But I, I was just wanting to just uh, point out how much fun uh, the costume. And I know there's a tradition. The, the, the way the costumes came about, actually, um, it, it all has to do with the history that you're getting ready to talk to us about, all the majesty of kings and queens and um, and then, then that's how all this costuming and the dressing up came to be. But please uh, give us some history. 
so the history I was, as I was saying before, it dates back to ancient pagan, pagan festivals in a medieval European traditions. And it was, uh, the tradition of Saturnia, Saturnalia, and Luper, Luper celebrations held in the anticipation of spring. Right, the pagan the arrival, gods, right? Okay. What's that? Pagan gods. Are those pagan gods? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was easier to combine rather than abolish these religious, religious tra- traditions. Yeah. And so they specifically had these festivals dated to coincide with the Easter holiday. Thus, Mardi Gras became a six-week prelude to Lent and the 40-day period of fasting prior to Easter. Right. And you, yes, and the celebration was adopted by the French Catholics. And do you know that it was originally called Bove Gras? Yes, Beef Gras. Mm-hmm. Or Fatted Calf? Yes. And then later that, on, Mardi mm-hmm. Gras translated to Fat Tuesday. Yes, I do. That's and then it all gained favor with the holiday since it was the last of the festival day, which was celebrated on Tuesday, Fat Tuesday preceding Ash Wednesday. That's right. And now it's just grown so much, Clark, right? We have Mardi Gras in New Orleans. We have it in Metairie. We have it in Covington. They have it in Slidell. And, of course, Mobile. I know you're going to tell us about that because Mobile was really the actual first Mardi Gras. Yes, it was. And actually, Mardi Gras is unlike any other celebration in the world, and it is popularly celebrated in cities like Rio de Janeiro and, you know, Carnival and Mardi Gras are the same. But as we, as I was saying, Carnival was celebrated in, celebrated in Rio de Janeiro, Trinidad, Spain, Venezuela. Mardi Gras in, in, in uh, the Carnival. I love Carnival. I love calling it Carnival actually, but I say Mardi Gras more. Exactly. And, you know, it's just consistent of, you know, the vibrantly colored floats and the costumes like you were talking about with these massive parades like you were talking about with Endymion on Saturday night, then Bacchus is Sunday night. My and I think riding, Okeanos is Sunday, I think. I'm not sure. You have the schedule in front of you? Thank you, Patty. Yes, it is. It's Sunday. And that is my ultimate favorite. When we come... When we come back, we're going to take a quick 10-minute break. Please stay with us, Clark Gregory, and maybe we can also share some of our great memories from Okeanos on St. Claude Avenue. Uh, but I love the history you're giving us. Thank you. Worrying you? Then let Vinyl Tech take that worry away. Kiss your worries goodbye when Vinyl Tech installs beautiful siding to stand up to the fiercest weather conditions. You'll love the new look of your home after Vinyl Tech's durable, dependable, and cost-effective siding transformation. You pick your siding, colors, textures, and styles, and then leave the rest to Vinyl Tech so you'll never need painting again. You'll have peace of mind knowing you have James Hardy Plank Siding, not only one of the best in the industry, but engineered to be long-lasting and beautiful. And because of its sleek design, it is the most popular brand in North America. Vinyl Tech offers financing, and their exterior contractors know how to install siding properly because they've been doing it for almost a quarter of a century. Have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and serve customers along the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida. Contact Vinyl Tech today for your estimate at VinylTechRoofing.com and chase your worries away. 
Hello, New Orleans. Lent is here, and that means the tradition of eating seafood on Fridays begins. Did you know this tradition is rooted in the South's rich Catholic culture? Did you know Shortstop Po' Boys in Metairie serves a fresh in-house seafood okra gumbo with crab meat each and every Friday? Or if you prefer to enjoy your seafood gumbo at home, you may order seafood gumbo by the gallon from the catering menu. The Shortstop family invites your family to savor a delicious oyster, shrimp, crawfish, or catfish po'boy on fresh Leidenheimer French bread, seafood gumbo, and more, all at reasonable prices. We invite you to dine with us at Shortstop Po'boy's this Lenten season. Located in the heart of Metairie, where airline meets Transcontinental, 119 Transcontinental Drive, shortstoppoboys.com, serving delicious food consistently for over 50 years. Shortstoppoboys.com. What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Auctioner Health, Southeast Louisiana's largest nonprofit, multi-specialty healthcare delivery system. Auctioner Health, innovating healthcare. Find out more at auctioner.org. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I have to say on Facebook at William Wallace for America. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Here on WGSO. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Hey, oh, Carl, New Orleans. Yes, I am. Hello, New Orleans. Hello, Cynthia. And how are you again? I'm great. So you were wanting, you were sharing your thoughts when we went to break. Oh, I was just talking a little bit about the history. I was just trying to pick up some facts that you were talking about. And I was just reiterating that at least a million visitors take to the streets of New Orleans. Can you believe that? To participate in the city's iconic Fat Tuesday Parade. It and is it's grown. all about, yeah, celebration of brass bands and the parades and the king cakes and the bead necklaces with the day-long festivity packed with the food, local food, music, and drinks. That's right. Fried chicken. Ha ha. No. Uh, so, Clark, I remember when I was younger, I used to go. Uh, I wouldn't miss a Mardi Gras. I usually watched it on St. Charles and Napoleon. And then we'd venture on down to the French Quarter. But I tried, I don't know, maybe a decade ago. And I decided not to ever go again because it gets so crowded. I'm sure you've seen on the news in the evening that you literally are, they're like, you're bumper to bumper people side by side. So I thought, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to get caught in a stampede. But they let that Bourbon Street, those streets and Royal Street get so crowded, like you were saying, millions of people. But I'm glad people are still coming, Clark, even with the crime, um, some of the bad publicity our city has have, had has had over the years. Um, aren't you happy that people are still coming? 
Absolutely. And I have to actually seem to think that during times like Mardi Gras and when there are large crowds, even though we've gotten a bad rap with the city as far as crime, I think people are mostly well-behaved. I don't really see a lot of drama going on. And when the drama does go on, unfortunately, it's against retail establishments, you know, the smash and grabs, and they're stealing televisions, radios, and jeans. Thank God they're not assaulting the tourists. Right. I think carnival is so fun. The celebrations, like we're talking about the food, the music, the festivities, the fun. People are actually focused on basic positivity and enjoying the good times. Um, And so I think you're 100% right. Um, Of course, when you have giant crowds, there may be um, some unfortunate things that may take place. But in general, I do believe that uh, people are here to have a great time, and and um, I'm so happy we're still having great times. And, of course, there's going to be a few bad apples at every big celebration or event. Um, but I, I actually, I recommend the stands. And when I go to a parade, I go in the stands. And I think you exactly. like the stands too, right? Well, you know, us New Orleanians, you and I, and several of the listeners out there, had been celebrating Mardi Gras for years. So this is like my 60th year celebrating <laughs> Mardi Gras. Right, so we so don't have younger, to go. Right. Well, no, when you're younger, it's nice to be in the crowd. You know, these people come from all around the country, and it's fun to be in this yes, crowd. There's no other so place fun. in the country aside from Brazil and and, right. and Santiago and all that, that have these giant... So people who are coming in from town, it's new and fresh to them. But local yes. New, or- new Orleanians like you, myself, my clients, and some of our listeners prefer the restfulness and the genteelness of reviewing stands. That way right. you can see the revelry, wave to the crowds, and then you can take a break and go inside where usually exactly. guests are serving food. You don't remember when on, we were younger, on say, we would go to a beautiful home on famous St. Charles Avenue, and there yes. would be a reviewing stand in front of the house, and you would see your parade, and then when you're hungry, you would go right inside, Into the and they would have a beautiful enjoy. spread. Yes. And yes. I can remember to this day, they used to have it was catered by Dorgnacks because to this day, every time I eat one of the Swedish meatballs from Dorgnacks, it takes me all the way back to Mardi Gras 1970 when I was a child. And remember, so they would funny. have the beautiful finger sandwiches, everything that Dorgnack well, carries. There, it to was this always day. so perfect. We were, you know, at those big, beautiful homes uh, on St. Charles Avenue, always so beautiful. And also from the Lupo building. Same thing. We were up high um, in a stand on a balcony, uh, you know, but I do enjoy the crowd still on one parade, and that would be in Demian. And I've done that a couple of times with some people in our family, like Jeff and Alicia. Um, It's, and, you know, so I enjoy that. Well, sure. It depends on where you are. Where do you normally view that that Endymion parade? Because if you're viewing it where it starts, it's less crowded, but once you get into the CBD and the New Orleans Business District and the French Quarter, because yes. the streets are so narrow, it tends to seem 
much more crowded than it really is. Oh, but it really but don't is. Get me wrong, but it we, is but we see it by Katie's restaurant in Mandina's is usually where I will watch in Dimian. Um, but then we have a lot of great restaurants like we're talking about that have the stands, of course, and then the food, and you just pay one fee and you can eat like a king and, and you can drink like a queen and you can uh you know catch all the fun revelry that you want um, so many great restaurants that offer sure. the views i know like i was that. i was online looking for uh reservations just to compare notes with restaurants right and at herb saint Jack right, is, is sold on. out yep yes. herb saint is sold out you know, the Intercontinental is a, an amazing place to go. Another for wonderful hotel right on the parade route. But exactly. I've got news for you. It's sold out. People are smart. And what I should have done last year is book the same reservation. And I said to myself, why not just book the same? I was at Herb St. last year. I had a lovely yes. dinner. And with the dinner, you go right up into the reviewing stands and you get to see the Bacchus Parade. And last year I said, oh, let me book the reservation for next year. I forgot. And, of course, it sold out. Well, I did the Columns Hotel once on St. Charles Avenue. Oh, wow. It's it's probably sold out now, but they're now selling their tables in in the front. And uh, you can also get a ticket so that you can use their restrooms um, Oh, wow. If it's available, yes. That's a good idea. But that's not me. For me... For myself, where I am right now, I, I want to see it at a place like Herb Saint or the Hotel Intercontinental. But they just did a magnificent renovation on the Columns Hotel, and I would love to go eventually see that. Maybe they not did. at Mardi Gras, but we should go But I don't think time. they have a viewing stand. That was the only reason I was saying. Um, but you remember I, how high their balcony is on the front of St. Charles Avenue? It's a reviewing stand in itself. <laughs> And it is actually a little back off of the St. Charles, but it is one of the busiest areas right there across from Superior Grill. But, you know, wherever you catch the parades, uh, they're beautiful. And I just always recommend to anybody who wants to experience Mardi Gras, please just go see Endymion and Bacchus one time in your life. I like it better than even Mardi Gras. Exactly, with those beautiful, elaborate folks. Floats, excuse me, yes. the elaborate floats that they used call to be super made floats. in Europe and and shipped here, but now mm-hmm. we have the most famous float man, Blaine That's Kern, right. making the floats here. Yes, and they're still so beautiful, aren't they? And we ha- and when you get a chance, you have to go visit the Mardi Gras Museum on the riverfront. It is so beautiful. You're live right up close to these floats without all mm-hmm. the crowd, and you really can appreciate the artistry and the painting that goes into them. Right, yes. And they do events there. I'm sure you've been to an event there. Absolutely. I have. And they Parties have them year-round. Yes. Yes. Well, there's the music, Clark. Would you bring us to break? We're going to be going to break again. Time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. Well, again, New Orleans, it's the most wonderful time of the year here, Mardi Gras. Everyone have a wonderful, safe time, dress lovely, and celebrate the beautiful season in our unique city.
Have you looked at your home and it's starting to show so much wear and tear it's worrying you? Kiss your worries goodbye with the Gulf Coast's most versatile exterior home improvement contractor, Vinyl Tech. Using only the finest materials means you can have confidence in their work for your roof, gutters, siding, patio covers, and windows. Owner Shane Mulkey attributes his success to his Christian ethics and the dedication and work ethic of his family and his staff for almost a quarter of a century. Vinyl Tech treats every home improvement job as if they were improving their own home with their superior quality work. They want you to be so satisfied with their work, you'll tell others how pleased you are. Contact Vinyl Tech today for your free estimate and discover the best way to protect and increase the value of your biggest asset, your home. Find out why Vinyl Tech has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a five-star rating by going to VinylTechRoofing.com. Go to VinylTechRoofing.com and set up your appointment to take your worries away. It's Lenten season in New Orleans, Louisiana, and there's nothing better than a hot bowl of gumbo to warm your soul. Did you know Shortstop Po' Boys Catering prepares gumbo by the gallon? I like to serve gumbo to my family this time of year as a second course. The traditional okra seafood gumbo with crab meat is only $46.50 per gallon. And we enjoy gumbo year-round prepared fresh by Shortstop's Po' Boy Catering in Metairie, shortstoppoboys.com. Visit them at 119 Transcontinental and the heart of Metairie. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. Governor Jeff Landry announces he's sending Louisiana National Guard troops to the southern border to assist the Texas National Guard. The deployment could begin next month, but Landry would not disclose how many guardsmen will be sent to Texas. Louisiana National Guard Brigadier General Thomas Frelo says their missions will be assigned through the Texas National Guard and they will not be detaining illegal individuals crossing the border. If they encounter uh, illegal border crossers, they will uh, refer those to local law enforcement who have the responsibility uh, to make those arrest or do whatever it is under Texas law. Police Chief Ronald Gudo is the only police officer left in the town of Boyce. Everyone else was laid off due to the town's financial issues. Gudo says he'll continue to patrol the town daily and Rapids Parish Sheriff's deputies will also assist in law enforcement duties. The safety will not change. The only thing probably will change is the rapport that my officers have built with the citizens, the personal rapport. LRN. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. Hey, y'all, check out these Mardi Gras celebrations. February 9th through 13th, Eunice Mardi Gras Festival. February 9th, Crew of Celine Parade in Slidell. February 10th, Crew of Bush Parade and Jennings Mardi Gras Festival. February 11th, Grand Marais. 
Ray Parade in Generette. February 13th, Crew of Bogue Falaya Parade in Covington, Papa Red Dog Parade in Lauraville, and Crew of Folsom Parade. Visit ExploreLouisiana.com and make your plans to laissez les bon temps rouler. Have you looked at your siding and it's in such poor condition it's worrying you? Then let Vinyl Tech take that worry away. Kiss your worries goodbye when Vinyl Tech installs beautiful siding to stand up to the fiercest weather conditions. You'll love the new look of your home after Vinyl Tech's durable, dependable, and cost-effective siding transformation. You pick your siding, colors, textures, and styles, and then leave the rest to Vinyl Tech so you'll never need painting again. You'll have peace of mind knowing you have James Hardy Plank Siding, not only one of the best in the industry, but engineered to be long-lasting and beautiful. And because of its sleek design, it is the most popular brand in North America. Vinyl Tech offers financing, and their exterior contractors know how to install siding properly because they've been doing it for almost a quarter of a century. Have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and serve customers along the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida. Contact Vinyl Tech today for your estimate at VinylTechRoofing.com and chase your worries away. Chazzy Williams is the owner of Eat Healthy Portions Meal Company in Mandeville, Louisiana. She is a breast cancer survivor and her mission is to prepare clean, whole, healthy meals that nourish, energize, and improve the overall health of her clients. She believes the health of our generation and generations to come should not be compromised by synthetic ingredients, fried foods, GMOs, or overprocessed foods. The meals from Eat Healthy Portions are created fresh from scratch in your Louisiana neighborhood. The menu is Louisiana-inspired and endorsed by the Oshner Eat Fit program. Go to eathealthyportions.com to order 15 meals for only $8.99 each. The meals are robust in flavor and created to help you return to your optimal healthy weight. Each week, simply supplement your current diet with the meals. Why start tomorrow when your success for a new year, new healthier you, is here today? Visit eathealthyportions.com to view our Louisiana and traditional menu. Welcome back and happy Mardi Gras, New Orleans, les I, les on les bons I can't say it. <laughs> Why don't you do it, Clark Gregory? I'm not that great at it. Les bons temps roulés. Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Absolutely. Isn't that a Cajun French saying? It is. Yes. Exactly. So let's talk about what's happening. Um, You you wanted to share some history and tradition, and you started uh, to share, and we started talking about some other great things. Uh, There's so many things to talk about during Mardi Gras season. Absolutely. Well, you know, I was just thought some of the history behind it would be of interest to some of our listeners, and I'm sure some of our listeners know the history, but Cindy, did you know that the first celebration of Mardi Gras in the United States was in Mar- on March 2nd of 1699? Isn't that interesting? Wow. Uh, yes. And it was uh, started by the French-Canadian explorer Jean-Baptiste Le Mans de Bienville, and he departed France to plant a colony at the mouth of the Mississippi River, which is known as New Orleans. And, of course, upon landing here, he also founded a stretch of land 60 miles 
what, west of New Orleans, known as Mobile, Alabama today. Okay, where the battleship is, right? Everybody knows where the battleship is. Yes, it's also called Fort Luis de la Mobile. Yes. Yes, and that settlement would be later known as Mobile also. And then the site was, that was actually the site of the first Mardi Gras celebration too. And the connection between Mardi Gras and Louisiana is explained in most commonly uh, celebrations today. We both celebrate the same celebration. And remember I was telling you about a million visitors visit New Orleans? Well, do you know almost two million visitors visit Brazil for Carnival? Wow. That's interesting. They like to see the beautiful women dancing and the extravagant costumes. And the extravagant costumes. Once again, I think they do a little bit of a classier act than we do. Forgive me, New Orleans. Then, you know, they have the more beautiful, elaborate dances and the more beautiful choreographed, uh, you know, shows and bands. And they're... I guess it's just a little different. It's unique. Unique and different. Yeah, they're in Brazil, they're scantily dressed, but they have uh, costumes on. You know, sure, their decolletage is showing and their tummies are showing, but they're not pantless or brawless. Yes, I was just commenting that, yes, I mean, both celebrations are so amazing in their own unique way. Exactly. And, you know, as we talked about last segment, I'm sorry, last uh, show, and we talked about before, you know, the signature staple of Mardi Gras is the king cake. Yes, and, and I what, think by now so many people have had enough. Have you had a bunch? Enough? I, I, I haven't had enough. Are you kidding me? I can't get past uh, <laughs> the Randazzos, and I can't get past Gambinos. I haven't even had a chance to go visit all the new places, but I will this upcoming year, and we'll have a full report for you on our next year's show, Cynthia. Well, you know, Aquistape in Covington, where I live, they have a king cake hub. So when you go in there, you can just go to the grocery and you can, they make it very convenient to to try a king cake from so many places. But I will tell you, you will enjoy Haydell's and you'll enjoy, I tried the Brennan's king cake for the first time. They do sell Aquistape's grocery. You would love the Brennan's king cake. It was it's absolutely delicious. It actually has a little similarity uh, to the Mackenzie, but I prefer, I love the Brennan's. They have it nice and layered with that delicious layer of cinnamon. Absolutely. And yes, fresh. They and use like very you- high quality ingredients. So I think that's why I, I really like it. Well, you like the, the uh, Mackenzie's king cake and the Gambino's king cake because it has that sweet brioche bread flavor. Yes. Not as much had cinnamon it. as the Gambinos in a while. I haven't had Gambinos. Oh, it's delicious. It's very, very similar to the uh, Mackenzie King cake. Again, tasting more like a sweet brioche with a little less cinnamon in it. But right. don't get me wrong, I love all the cinnamon and icing on the other ones too. Right. And depending you, on right. you know the origin, it's different. It's different. Well, skip on over to Maurice's if you have a chance. They'll probably be having the the king cakes at, through Friday. Oh uh, my god! That's I close think... to you. Oh my god! That's one of our sponsors, Maurice's. I should be over there 
to I'll be over there tomorrow to try their king cake. Oh my goodness. You're going you're not going to know which one to pick to tell you the truth. <laughs> oh, really? They have such yeah. an assortment like they do. I was there for Christmas well, time. French fine pastries. pastries. Yes, fine French yes. pastries for my guests and for parties that I was going to. They had such a selection and the line they had three four lines almost going out of the door. And they it seems like they had 20 people behind the counters serving everyone. It's such a lovely institution. Maurice's I've been, we've been going there for over 50 years, Cindy, you and I remember yes. our mother, Rachel introduced us to that 50 yes. years ago. Yes. She used to like to get the cheddar cheese, uh, cheddar cheese crackers. What were they called? Stra- straws, cheddar cheese the, straws. Yes. And what they were also famous for is remember their black forest cake. And of because course. we all loved it so much, we use it as birthday cakes. It and was always ma- your birthday remember? cake. That's of course right. I Mama would say, son, yes. do you want your traditional birthday cake or do you want Maurice's uh, cherry uh, pot, cherry with a cherry cake? And I'm cherry like, delight. Mother, cherry I- delight. Something cherry, cherry delight. Right. And and also right, you would either go for the cherry delight or you would go for the Gambino's Doberge. So that was what our family had for birthday. Exactly. Cake. And what I love about uh, Maurice's is that they make a version of the Doberge cake too. I, I just can't decide it. which one to have. The lemon, the chocolate, or the dulce de leche one. What is your yes. favorite, Cindy? Goodness, I think my favorite um I used to like the lemon chocolate combination. I enjoy it. I was just getting ready to say, remember, you can't make a decision, audience. They have half and half. They have half uh, lemon and half chocolate. That's how we did it. And I think your last birthday cake a couple of years ago, myself and my sons, we shared one with you. Uh, Do you like Bavarian cream? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a Ponchatoula cake that you might want to try. It includes fresh strawberries with the Chantilly cream and toasted almonds. And that's actually one of his king cakes, I believe. He has a Ponchatoula king cake. Oh, my goodness. That sounds amazing. I'm getting confused. My taste buds are getting all confused. <laughs> and he has a Banana Foster king oh cake. Oh, my well. God. Well, I heard that's the one that Brennan's has his Banana Foster king cake. That's one of the flavors they have. We yeah. have is that isn't to, that where it originated? Didn't Banana Foster's originate? Banana Foster, yes, yes, originated at Brennan's on Royal Street. But they're also now. I saw in some advertisements they have a Banana Foster king cake. Well, you know it's going to be delicious. Their plain king cake that I tried um, is delicious, um, delicious. So. Oh, it's such a fun season, and I love the bright, beautiful sugars. The colors are just so beautiful. It, exactly. Know. Now the, the whole edible. world enjoys king cakes with us. Well, exactly. You can have them shipped anywhere. And when I used to work in New York, I would have friends from here send me king cakes. You sent me a king cake before to, when I worked yes. at the Plaza Hotel. Yes, I My remember. And Jeff also Emerald's when you were wife. in Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Chef Emerald's wife sends me king cakes when I used to work in New York. And I just would love it. My clients and the staff would be enamored with the freshness and the 
intricacy. Like again, it would, you know, the cinnamon brioche and the icing and all the different colors. It's such a festive cake. It is. And we love you. That's why we wanted to make sure you had a slice of New Orleans. And so, of course, we remembered you, Clark, and we made sure that you had your taste and slice of, of New Orleans. at Of New Orleans in New York. <laughs> yep. And then I bet now so many of your clients who you had given a taste of the king cake, they probably started their own tradition with their families. And I bet you they ordered the king cakes. Absolutely. Of course they do. And of course now you can have it, again, sent any way you want. All of these companies now specialize in overnighting foods from the area. Yes. What is New the name Orleans. of the, uh, the uh, Good Belly? What is the name of the, uh, the app that you can order anything from anywhere in the world? It's called Good Belly. So good. Maybe one There's, of the viewers yes. knows. What is it, Patty? Gold belly, Patty says. Gold belly. Okay. Gold belly, good belly. It's all good for the belly. <laughs> yes. And also, uh, don't forget Okeanos rolls on Sunday. And that was also one of my family and my daddy's very favorite parade. And actually, Patty um, also has a family who's very closely tied to Okeanos, and she enjoyed being in that parade as well. We'll be right back. Can't wait to hear from Pat. Have you looked at your home and it's starting to show so much wear and tear it's worrying you? Kiss your worries goodbye with the Gulf Coast's most versatile exterior home improvement contractor, Vinyl Tech. Using only the finest materials means you can have confidence in their work for your roof, gutters, siding, patio covers, and windows. Owner Shane Mulkey attributes his success to his Christian ethics and the dedication and work ethic of his family and his staff for almost a quarter of a century. Vinyl Tech treats every home improvement job as if they were improving their own home with their superior quality work. They want you to be so satisfied with their work you'll tell others how pleased you are. Contact Vinyl Tech today for your free estimate and discover the best way to protect and increase the value of your biggest asset, your home. Find out why Vinyl Tech has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a five-star rating by going to VinylTechRoofing.com. Go to VinylTechRoofing.com and set up your appointment to take your worries away. Hello, New Orleans. Lent is here. And that means the tradition of eating seafood on Fridays begins. Did you know this tradition is rooted in the South's rich Catholic culture? Did you know Shortstop Po'boys in Metairie serves a fresh in-house seafood okra gumbo with crab meat each and every Friday? Or if you prefer to enjoy your seafood gumbo at home, you may order seafood gumbo by the gallon from the catering menu. The Shortstop family invites your family to savor a delicious oyster, shrimp, crawfish, or catfish po'boy on fresh Leidenheimer French bread, seafood gumbo, and more, all at reasonable prices. We invite you to dine with us at Shortstop Po'boy's this Lenten season. Located in the heart of Metairie, where airline meets Transcontinental, 119 Transcontinental Drive, shortstoppoboys.com, serving delicious food consistently for over 50 years. Shortstoppoboys.com. It's Lenten season in New Orleans, Louisiana, 
And there's nothing better than a hot bowl of gumbo to warm your soul. Did you know Shortstop Po' Boys Catering prepares gumbo by the gallon? I like to serve gumbo to my family this time of year as a second course. The traditional okra seafood gumbo with crab meat is only $46.50 per gallon. And we enjoy gumbo year-round prepared fresh by Shortstop's Po' Boy Catering in Metairie, shortstoppoboys.com. Visit them at 119 Transcontinental and the heart of Metairie. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Thank you for joining today. And thank you, Clark Gregory, my wonderful brother. We grew up, uh, we were kind of two peas in a pod, always together. And it's it's really wonderful um, that he enjoys joining uh, the show to talk to you, New Orleans. And um, hey, Clark. Hey, Sister Cindy. How are you? Well, it's just so much fun to be back here in New Orleans after living in New York for 30 years. And I just love catching up with all the old traditions that we did as children, like you were saying, like watching the parades from the Lupo Center or on St. Charles Avenue or, more importantly, Gallier Hall. I love it when they stop the parade in front of Gallier Hall and toast the king or the queen. Yes, that is just the most beautiful part. The I love the majesty of, of that toast as yes. well as... The balls. The pomp and circumstance is so lovely. Did you enjoy going to the Mardi Gras balls? Absolutely. I love Mardi Gras balls because they add such a formal, sophisticated side of New Orleans. You know, New Orleans really started out with society balls before they even went on to this crazy Mardi Gras uh, celebration as known today. It was once where the most of the society of New Orleans would gather in masquerade like they did in Venice, and they would introduce their daughters or their sons or just celebrate the sophisticated social aspect of New Orleans that a lot of people don't really get to see. Yes, and, and, and I feel very fortunate to have experienced that with our family, with E. Ross, and you also experienced it as well. Uh, Absolutely. And so, yes, we are very fortunate. And Patty, um, you're welcome to chime in. You said that your father was very much involved in Okeanos. Yeah, Cynthia, my, do- my, my dad was one of the founding members of Okeanos, and In Talking Off Air, I found out that my dad and your grandfather were very good friends. Oh, wow. (laughs) Fascinating. It is fascinating. You know, it was such a family thing always. Okeanos was just a a family event. We all went down to St. Claude Avenue and watched it when it was in Bywater. And it was was like, that was the height of Mardi Gras for me and my family, you know, because we were so involved. Yes. As I was was saying, that's Patty, like you were saying, that's when it was more sophisticated and family oriented and 
kind and sweet. It's just gotten a little commercial today, but you know, that's fine. As long as it brings tourism to our wonderful city of New Orleans, we welcome it, don't we? Absolutely. How many men own their own tuxedos in New Orleans? <laughs> I think it's... Uh, <laughs> Clark does, Patty. Really? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, but he's a little unusual, Patty. I mean, no. I think we hold a record in New Orleans for men that own tuxedos. Absolutely, Patty. And it was so funny. I was at a Mardi Gras ball last week, and I said to a friend of mine, thank God you didn't wear that tuxedo you wore four years in a row. And he looked at me like, (laughs) I was like that tired tuxedo. I'm like, get a new one. One of the wealthiest men in the city, and he's wearing the same tuxedo four years in a row. I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I it guess he gets to wear it maybe once or twice a year, right? <laughs> well, at, well, at least have two and alternate, please. But you know, you when know? you're out in New Orleans and you see a man in a tuxedo, it's not unusual. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's like part of New Orleans, seeing men it's in refreshing. tuxedos. Yes. Right, Patty. Exactly. And I think that's the old New Orleans, right, Patty? The people who have generations like your family and like the Clark family, like my Mm -hmm. family, the Bender family. And so it's the generations. And Patty, your last name again, you said? Uh, It was Perrette. Perrette, yes. Mm -hmm. So it is, uh, those are the old New Orleans family names. And and I think with most of, of course, you know, the Rex Kings, as my brother Clark was pointing out, many of the king and the queens of actual carnival and Mardi Gras do still come from society here in oh, New yeah. Orleans. Oh, yeah. Which is what Absolutely. you were pointing out, Clark, about it's rooted in, of course, society. Absolutely. And it, believe it or not, it started as early as 1740, I was reading earlier. And it was a secret society of all these... Um, it was the Beau, the Both Grass Society formed the first parade in 1711. And you know, girls, they used to have they used to have a float of a bull, but before that, pushed by men. But before that, they would actually have a real bull draped in white because everybody knew following the Mardi Gras season would be this giant feast of Fat Tuesday. That's right. So everybody parties hard, right? Because you got to, we party, party, party leading up to Wednesday, uh, Ash Wednesday, when we then um, maybe uh, sacrifice or give up something or, uh, you know, to honor God. So I think that um, that's interesting. And I, I've seen, they still run that Bufgra afloat. The bull, I know, that's why I said it. I thought your audience and you guys would enjoy that because when I read about it earlier, I was brought a smile to my face. That's New Orleans that we know. Yes, it is. And and like you said, it used to be a live bull, but now it's, it's the float, of course. Uh, so I guess I'm looking exactly. forward to Endymion. I, I don't, like I said, I may not go in person. I may, but if I watch it on television, that's great too. Because wow, now they have it all on TV, and you can see the gorgeous floats as well. And they're beautiful. The super floats are really beautiful. Do, are they Absolutely. allowing them still? Though I'm not 100 percent sure, Patty. Do you know? Absolutely. Yeah, they still have them. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you remember and there was an accident, and they stopped yeah. it temporarily. 
because we there was an accident uh, a couple they, of years they ago. They changed twice. the way that they're uh, they're coupled connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they put guardrails around them so people can't get between them. But yes, they still have God. them. And yeah, you well, know, that, you that's well everything. Know, Exactly. And as you well know, if you know any riders, you are required by law to be strapped onto the float. You know that, right, ladies? And, you know, they have, if you watch them go by, they have this metal rod sticking out in front of them or next to them. By law, you have to be strapped to that so they don't have those accidents because things can happen with all the fun and the revelry. People fall off the floats. Like you say, people are they're throwing all the souvenirs and the Mardi Gras beads, like you were saying, Patty, and what someone went between the floats and lost their life over a plastic bead. It's yeah. interesting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, but that's great. We've that was fixed, so I wasn't sure. So th- um, thank you for addressing that, Patty, because that is my favorite part of Mardi Gras. These amazing, gorgeous super floats, and and Dimian and Bacchus, I believe, also has some of the best throws as well, and they throw a lot. Absolutely, plenty enough. Not, not and plenty enough. Now I'm going to mention one more thing for you girls. How about the flambeau carriers? Oh my gosh, Clark! Please, would you close the show with that thought? We have about a minute. Thank you so oh, much for bringing, bringing that late up. 18, that's right. In the late 1830s, a procession of maskers and carriages and horses back riding the uh, giant gaslight torches known as flambeaux. My favorite. And people used to throw the pennies, and that was my favorite, actually. I love And that, that was originated by the crew of Comus. Wow. Could, I would yeah. love to go to that ball soon. That is on Lundy Gras. Yes, that's correct. And they brought the magic and the mystery of New Orleans with those dazzling floats, the flambeau carriers, and the masked balls. And you know, well, to this day, the crew members remain anonymous. How chic. Thank you, y'all. Happy Mardi Gras season. Thank you, Clark Gregory. Thank you, Cynthia, and thank you, New Orleans, and happy Mardi Gras to all. Did you know Shortstop Po' Boys Catering prepares gumbo by the gallon? I like to serve gumbo to my family this time of year as a second course. The traditional okra seafood gumbo with crab meat is only $46.50 per gallon. And we enjoy gumbo year-round prepared fresh by Shortstop's Po' Boy Catering in Metairie, shortstoppoboys.com. Visit them at 119 Transcontinental in the heart of Metairie. Hello, New Orleans. Lent is here, and that means the tradition of eating seafood on Fridays begins. Did you know this tradition is rooted in the South's rich Catholic culture? Did you know Shortstop Po' Boys in Metairie serves a fresh in-house seafood okra gumbo with crab meat each and every Friday? Or if you prefer to enjoy your seafood gumbo at home, you may order seafood gumbo by the gallon from the catering menu. The Shortstop family invites your family to savor a delicious oyster, shrimp, crawfish, or catfish po'boy on fresh Leidenheimer French bread, seafood gumbo, and more, all at reasonable prices. We invite you to dine with us at Shortstop Po'boy's this Lenten season. Located in the heart of Metairie, where airline meets Transcontinental, 119 Transcontinental Drive, shortstoppoboys.com, serving delicious food consistently for over 50 years. Shortstoppoboys.com. 
Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM.